Wake up creatives, we're here to help small businesses think big. We're your source of entrepreneurial inspiration and real talk about running a modern small business. Feel frustrated at the lack of resources for startups? We're here to answer all your questions about what it takes to get your business off the ground, using social media as a tool and inspiring you not to give up along the way. You'll hear stories and practical advice from different talented entrepreneurs to help you to keep working towards your goals. We cover everything from networking tips to starting your own website. This is the JSL Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's grow. Today I have with me Gwen Dittmar. Gwen is a business and personal coach as well as a healer. She left the corporate world to pursue her own business and to help women find peace, healing, and their own personal callings. So Gwen, I first met you at the Best You Expo in Long Beach earlier this year, and you were doing some breathwork sessions for people there. And I, I had never done that before, and I really quite honestly found it so profoundly life-changing. Yes, it is. Um, it, it really was. Um, so why don't you just give us a little bit of backstory about how you started doing this, and how did this come to be? Um, so I started breathwork um, because I had kind of gotten to a point in my life where I had been meditating for a while, doing yoga, exercising. Um, I had done a lot of, you know, spiritual and self-development work and I kind of had gotten stagnant. Um, and I was feeling really challenged in my marriage also. And so I was just really open for a new modality so that I could, um, start to move some through some of the personal challenges I was feeling and also professional, um, because I was still consulting in pharmaceutical research at that time while I also had my, my coaching practice. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I always find that when I am really clear on what it is that I, what I want and I'm intentional and open, you know, and I'm also using, uh, you know, prayer and, and just, um, you know, calling it into my life that it usually comes in pretty quickly. So I had been asking, you know, the universe to bring something to me that could really support me. I was ready for like the next level of who I was. And, you know, I had been seeing a friend of mine and a former client posting about breath work on Facebook, but I had just never really received the message, I think, until I started being more intentional and open. Um, and then I saw it and I went to one of the breathwork classes and it was really, really profound. I mean, it changed, it changed my life. <laughs> Just 20 minutes of breathing. That's exactly how I felt when I, when I went to your, to your breathwork session at the expo. And I, I, I had gone to the entire thing thinking like, Oh, this is probably going to be like so pokey and I'm just going to stay for an hour and just see what, what it's about. And then when I got there, just everybody's energy was so just very earnest and just, you could really tell that they, they wanted to help people that were in attendance to really live their best lives. Like it was such a great group of people. And um, my cousin was the one that, well, no, my friend said, I'm signed up for this breathwork session. You have to come. So I was like, okay, I don't really know what that is at all. And then, you know, I met you and I was like, okay, I'm very open to this. You know, let's see what happens. And it was just so, I mean, I can't even describe it. it I had like a kind of like a blockage in my heart chakra. And that sounds so, I would never say something like that before, but it was. And it just, the breathwork session just kind of cleared it away. And I just felt so open again and I didn't even realize that I wasn't even conscious that I had that 
but it was such a spiritual experience and it just really cleared things up for me and it's just I think everybody's experience is going to be different but kind of maybe along like a similar line and and when I was in the session with you I received just like this knowledge that just told me there is no lack there is only love and that's what I was left with and I just felt completely peaceful and completely calm and just completely loved and safe and like it was just the best experience ever honestly literally life-changing <laughs> Thank I'm you. so happy to do that. I, I need to have you write a testimonial. <laughs> I, I will. I am. I totally am. I'm a big believer in, in what you do. And so then that's when I, you know, you had two sessions that day. And that's when I told my cousin, Sarah, you have to come. And I told Lindsay too, my sister or my partner, you have to come to her session. You don't understand. You have to come. I like begged them. I made them come. And then they were like, wow, yes, this is amazing. So when when I'm passionate about like, an experience that I've had and I'm like this is seriously life-changing I will shout it from the rooftop like, right. it's really great <laughs> so that's what we're doing with you today well and I mean I think what's powerful about the breath work is what you shared is that it that's what that's what one of the things that a lot of people experience is that it opens your heart and you know I think there are a lot of people that just have you know, myself included, I think all of us do just layers that come on, on top of our heart, you know, to protect it or that, that we think that's how we have to protect it, but that that's not really accurate. And, and that's what the breath does is it starts to peel back and remove those layers, you know, energetically and, um, you know, psychically so that you don't have to have those layers anymore. Um, and then when your heart is open, I mean, that's, that's what you started to experience when your heart opened was just that, that trust, you know, the, the peace, the calm, the, also the clarity and the inspiration. Absolutely. And it was just the most comforting feeling. And I, um, I, I'm probably like the most like not pragmatic person as far as that goes, but I do believe in a spiritual aspect of things. This really was like, oh my gosh, like I've, I, I totally know now that there is a greater good and a love that, that's responsible for, you know, all of humanity and all the good things in life. And we really need to trust that. And it's hard because you can't see it. And, you know, life is hard sometimes, but if you, if you reconnect to that source, then that's when you're going to find that peace and clarity and direction for your life. And I think it's so great that you're doing this because people need to know like we're we live in such a chaotic scary you know dangerous feeling world people need something like this to really just I guess like harness themselves to to make sure that they're not just adrift you know in this in the craziness of this life well and I I would agree with you in that that one of the things that I have found through being a coach is that you know, a lot of people will share with me that they are attempting to meditate, but it's not really doing anything. And mm -hmm. I, I, sometimes I agree with that. I think meditation is, is a long, um, it's a longer process. I, I'm, there are some people that are lucky that, that they start meditating and it really creates a shift inside of them where they're able to observe their thoughts and realize that they are the observer that they are not their thoughts. But I think there's a lot of people that are so stressed and their nervous system is so, so stressed and their, their, their energetic right. system is so stressed that meditating almost makes it 
feel worse because they are, they become so aware of how much chaos is going on in their mind, but they're, but the meditation, um, isn't actually like meeting them where they are. So I think what the breath work mm, does for some people is that, yeah, it, it correct. It is, is it is, um, the breath work can be intense, so, but it actually is good because you're meeting somebody where they are so that they can then start to drop into what it is that they really want, which is peace, clarity, you know, an open heart, a calm system inside, um, uh, you know, mindfulness and consciousness about their thoughts and about what their, their purpose is here. So I, I do find that it, it really does have a, a powerful effect. Very powerful. What I find interesting is that I know that everybody in that session that I was in, and in the second one too, because I did them both, I think everybody got probably exactly what they needed in that moment in that session. And that's going to look different for everyone. But what you did was kind of really guide everybody, like into that feeling of like, here's what you need right now. Just like trust this process, and you were very reassuring, which I also found very helpful because I, I have anxiety. I don't, I'm not the type that's just going to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to sit here for even 10 or 20 minutes and just meditate. Like I'll pray, but I can't just sit there and observe my thoughts. I get fancy. And I know, like you said, a lot of people do. So mm-hmm. That's why I found this so helpful is that somebody's sitting here with me, kind of guiding me through the whole entire thing. And it felt much safer than just kind of doing it on my own, which sounds crazy, but it makes sense. <laughs> No. And I would say, you know, the, the teacher that I learned the breath work from, he, I I don't think he has published this anywhere, but when I've asked the question, you know, he does say that it's, it's a good idea to, for people to be guided, you know, the first, let's say like, I don't know, six, eight, maybe 10 times they do the breath work because Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be intense and sometimes um, there can be a lot that comes up that needs to be cleared in order to then open to, you know, more downloads or, um, you know, spiritual clarity or um, insight. Sometimes you have to clear away the debris before, (laughs) before the pipes can run clean. Um, so, and, and some people do find it to be really supportive to have that, um, person that's holding the space for them. So you work with clients one-on-one or you, you have like different clients. So tell me a little bit about that and how do you discover what it is they need and guide them toward that if you're working with like individuals? So I would say the discovery process of, um, you know, how, how do I find what clients need most? Um, one-on-one, you can dive a little bit deeper into what's present for them and what their intention is going into the breath work. Um, in groups, like what you experienced, it does need to be a little bit more general because I can't go specifically into each individual in groups. I'm, I'm usually looking at the energy of the whole and how all the energy is working together. Um, but I would say individually, you know, it's interesting. I just had this conversation with two clients that I worked with, um, on Wednesday evening, two, two days ago. And it was a man and a woman who are in a new relationship And the woman has come to a lot of moon circles. She's done 
quite a few individual breathwork sessions, um, and she wanted to share this with her new partner. And so um, when we sat down, he's he's new to spirituality and to energetic healing work. Um, so she, you know, I asked both of them, "What's your intention for the breathwork?" And she she was very clear. She said, which I thought was pretty courageous of her. She said, I want to, um, integrate even more into this relationship. Like I really want to open up another level. I want to dive into another level. I want us to, to open up even more to each other. And so, (laughs) so he was, he was a little confused because he's not normally setting intentions and doing affirmations and uh, that type of, you know, self-discovery work. So he said, well, I'm not sure what my intention should be. And, and we talked about it a little bit more. You know, I just asked him, well, why, why are you here right now? What is, what's your purpose? What's your why for sitting here with myself and with, you know, this, this woman that you're, you're dating and he said, well, because this is important to her and I'm curious about what's important to her. He's like, I'm curious about this breath work thing. Um, and he said, I'm open. He's like, I'm always open to new things. And so I said, well, that sounds like that's your intention. You know, your intention is to, is to be open, is to be curious, uh, to learn more and to connect on a deeper level with this woman that you're, you're, you're dating. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is that I'm doing here. Yes, that's it. And then, so when we went through the actual breath work, um, you know, she had an experience that was very, very aligned with what her intention was. And his was also very aligned. I think what was interesting was like you shared that you can sit down and have an intention for something, but it's also about being open to that or something even greater, you know, for the highest good to come forward. So what I have found for most humans, including myself, is that we can set intention for what it is that we think we want. Um, oh, I want to have a really amazing breathwork experience. I, or like in coaching, I want to, you know, create a thriving business. I want to purchase a home. I want to finish my book. But what I always encourage people to do is to add on the end of all their intentions, like this or something better for the highest good of all concerned. Because what we as individual humans with like an ego and a smaller self, even if we're tapped into like a greater vision is that we can't also see all the pieces of the puzzle. And so what I always like for people to do is to just stay open to this or something better, um, because then that opens up for you to be able to receive what like this great spirit or this thing that's bigger than us also sees for you and for your healing and for your, um, for your life, you know, your expansion. That's so true. And I think almost things that like we can have an expectation or a desire and then if we're so married to that that when it doesn't happen the way we thought it would we can get like deeply disappointed or maybe embittered and we don't that's not great you know so it's almost more important to be kind of like detached from the outcome but still going through everything 
that you're doing to make what you're looking for or greater or be open to that greater possibility. And then mm-hmm. that way, if you get what you want, you might even get that and then some, or right. you know, you're taking to a different path. That's something you wouldn't even have considered starting out. So it's important to have that, leave that space for, for openness for the outcome. Exactly. I mean that, you know, it happened recently too. So I did, I do a group coaching programs. And so my group coaching that I did this past year, you know, I asked one of the women when we ended, you know, how, how was that experience for you? And she said, well, it was really interesting that she's like the three things that I wanted to, to manifest, you know, and create in the group coaching the two that I really, really wanted to happen, she's like, they actually didn't happen. And she's like, but I, the, the, one of the things that I did want to happen, which I didn't think was as important. She's like, I realized in retrospect that it was more important for me to have that thing and to, to really feel that and experience that and have that in my life. She's like, because without that thing, I, you know, I can't have the other two things. And I thought that that was important that she was able to recognize that because I think some people can, like you just shared, some people can get very attached to what they think is supposed to happen, (laughs) which is, which is sometimes the tricky thing about setting intentions and setting goals for ourselves is that it's like, we can kind of get into a space of pushing and driving and, and almost, you know, some people can get into like an obsession about making that Mm -hmm. happen. So I think there's this very interesting, like juxtapose between having goals and having intentions, but also, um, having, you know, allowing ourselves to, um, what's the word, um, surrender into what, what is really for our highest good. And sometimes they align. Sometimes they, they, they coexist. And I think other times they don't. And that's when people find themselves in like a really challenging situation or, um, experience, experiencing an obstacle in their life is because something that they desired or intended for isn't happening the way that they thought it would. And so mm-hmm. they have, a, they have trouble with that. That's true. That's very true. And I think, yeah, just being open to the possibilities that you don't know everything yet and just being open to, okay, this is like a journey. I don't know exactly what I'm going to find yet, but let go of the expectation and just surrender to something mm-hmm. greater than yourself. I think that's, that's key. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about what kind of clients you typically get. Cause I know you probably get a good variety I do. I do. I have, you know, I work with individuals who, you know, I like to call our, our gypsies, you know, and, um, are very free floating and, uh, can very easily just drop into the unknown. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I work with other individuals that are very, type A, they're very successful, they're very regimented, they're very disciplined. Um, maybe they're very analytical and logical. And then I think everything in between, I really, I'm trying to think if there's like one type of person that I work with more than another. And I would say it probably tends to lean more towards the type A to, you know, somewhere in the middle. 
mm-hmm. um, because I think that that's, that was like who I used to be. So I really understand uh, that personality type. Yes. And I, and for instance, the two individuals that I, I worked with, you know, the two nights ago, the couple, you know, the man is, um, you know, a very, uh, very successful, like financial, financial investor analysis planner type of personality, um, and worker. And the, the female is, um, very successful entrepreneur, businesswoman who realized that, you know, she also had an awakening and realized that there was a lot more to it than just that. Um, so she's, she's definitely more of a type A personality, but has, has done a lot of work on herself to come more to the middle, but probably has more of that intensity personality. (laughs) Isn't it interesting how we all kind of like guide each other on our, on our journeys and like help, help each other along our paths. Like you never know who is going to be a key person in your life to kind of, like share insights with other people. I think if you have some kind of wisdom or, or knowledge that you've gained, I think you have an obligation to share that with other people. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely. I mean, I yeah. feel like that's something that has always helped me during challenging times of my life is I always, and this was, this became really clear to me when I was young and I was struggling with an illness that they could not figure out what was going on with me was just telling myself I'm going to be able to use this to help somebody else at some point. Um, you know, whatever it is I'm experiencing and whatever it is I'm meant to learn, I'll be able to help somebody else. And I think what that does is it, it takes it away from just from your experience and being a victim to, giving motivation, not only to move through it and find yourself on the other side of it, but also to like, how can you use it for good? And I think that that helps most people when they're struggling with something is like, how can I use this to help others at some point? Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think it's actually very empowering to be able to take take some like accountability over your own suffering like okay I'm not just going to be miserable and, and and think of myself as a martyr or victim but I can use my story and my insights to help other people going through similar things and that's one way that you can continue your healing from whatever it is everybody has their their cross to bear you know yeah exactly I love that you're helping people with that <laughs> Really, no, really. I'm, and I, I want more people to know about breath work and what it is that you can do, and how it can heal them. Because I just found it to be so, so amazing. And I'm not. I mean, words don't even do it justice. Like some things, really, yes. you just can't just describe them with words and expect people to understand. It's kind of like you have, you have to go through it for yourself, and then you can see. It's true. It's really true. I mean, even you know this this couple that I worked with two two nights ago, you know the the man, you know he thought, oh, I've done you know, some other, um, you know, spiritual medicinal healing things. And, um, you know, he thought it was just going to be, you know, he said, he's like, he just, he was a little skeptical. He thought it was mm-hmm. 
not a big deal. And he came out of it and he just, you know, he was like, what was that? What just happened? He's like, the the fascinating thing with him was that he had um, an injury in his elbow that I didn't know about. And it was really, really swollen and super painful, but he didn't say anything before we started breathing. And, and I also do, you know, some Reiki while, while people are breathing or while they're meditating. And I felt really drawn to his, his center of his body and to his arms. And so I was just, you know, sending the Reiki energy there. And, um, and when he came out of it, he said, he's like, I, he's like, I had intense pain in my elbow and he pulled his shirt back and showed me his elbow. He had this huge, um, huge, like swollen elbow. He's like, there is no pain. He's like, there's absolutely no pain there now. He's like, and I felt like my arms, like I've never had this feeling before. He's like, I felt like I was, um, equally like flying and my arms were elevated. He's like, but I also felt this strange sensation, like my arms were out, like I was on a cross. Um, and he said that, you know, the pain got really, really intense at first and then it completely dissipated. And I would say that that is something that, that can happen during a breathwork session is that if there is some area that has been holding pain, whether it's, you know, physiological pain or whether it's emotional pain is that it will probably become a little bit more intense before it clears. Um, and that's because the energy is in there. Yeah. That's so fascinating. And, you know, that's one of then the, the benefits that comes from the breath work, which is what you shared, which was, you know, that that was something that had been really present for him. And, you know, it, it, um, it also related to other things that were going on for him. Uh, and, you know, as it relates to a lot of people, your arms are an extension of your heart. And so for him, it was, um, you know, it was on his, uh, right side of his body, which can oftentimes be thought of as like the analytical side of, of you. And so for him, it felt like there was just this opening that was happening inside of him of, of letting, um, letting that analytical part and trying, you know, the skepticism and trying to figure things out and just really, and that pain that was in the elbow and just letting the, the other part of the body, you know, and the heart to like start opening and like clearing it out. So, I mean, there's all different types of experiences that people have. I mean, just so many types of experiences. And at the same time, the experiences start to have threads to them. So there's different, um, there are different types of, there's, there's trends with the breath work and what people experience, but everybody does experience something different based on where they are inside of themselves and, and what is available to be healed at the time that they lay down and breathe. Right. Like so for me, I did two sessions in one day, which that was intense. So <laughs> the first one, I, um, I felt like that blockage was really cleared away and I had like a lot of hurt in my heart mm-hmm. and, and that was cleared. And like, it, like your, your client was saying, it kind of, I, it really drew my attention to it. So I really fully felt all the pain that was there 
before it was cleared away. And then in the second one, that's when I received that calming, peaceful, mm-hmm. you know, feeling of there is no lack, there is only love. And that didn't happen until I went to the second one. But the first one was very intense for me. Like I was kind of like shaking and like, it was very strange. And I can honestly say I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. But then the second one was that, okay, now we moved into something a little bit more, I don't know, like mild and like, mm-hmm. Peaceful. So it was really interesting. It really, really is. And I mean, I know what I'm talking about because I, I went through it, but for people who have never done a breathwork session with you, what happens during a typical session? So typically you'll, um, you'll, if it's a one-on-one, we would normally talk before you lay down and breathe. Um, and if it's a group, then I usually, if usually ask each person to introduce themselves and set an intention. Um, and if it's a really large group, then we usually don't have time to do that. So I just ask everybody to set an intention inside of themselves. And then, um, I move into just describing the breath work and giving an overview of some of the things that you could experience. And then I, um, usually just create like a safe and sacred space so that we kind of can um, make a container for the breath work, uh, so that everybody can drop in. And I think that that's what you were feeling when you were noticing like, wow, everybody here is, is here for something, um, intentional and there was good energy around it. Uh, so that I feel like is as important, you know, setting the energy and creating the space, uh, for people to feel safe and for people mm-hmm. to feel like this is something sacred and for them to be able to open to that once they start breathing. I feel like it's equally important as the actual breathing itself. Um, and then you'll actively breathe. So it's a, you know, a three-part breath. And then there's a portion to meditate. And then after that, I o- usually open it back up. And again, if it's a really big group, there's not usually a lot of time for everybody to be able to process what happened for them. Um, but I'll typically open it up for a couple people to share. And then if it's a smaller group, then I usually do like to have each person go around and share what was present for them. And then if it's a one-on-one session, we usually do have more time to process together, not only what you experienced, but more what's really present for you now after the breath work and how do you want to, um, if you have questions about how to integrate that into your life. And then there's, there's other times where people don't want to process. They just want to be in it. I, I mean, I'm kind of more like that. Um, and then I really enjoyed in my own breath work, just witnessing how it's changed things for me without me getting overly involved in it. So it kind of depends on the individual. And I, I like to read the energy of the individual to see what would be most beneficial for them, whether it's better to just let the breath work be <laughs> and to let it work through you, or if it's somebody that needs a little bit more grounding and how to integrate it into their life. Yeah. And I remember feeling after everybody kind of like was, was done and the whole session was over, everybody kind of sat up and I, I don't, I'm sure I wasn't the only one that felt this way, but I felt like we had all been through something together and I just felt so loving towards everybody. And I feel like probably everybody in the group would say like, we had an experience together and Mm -hmm. it might've all been different for all of us, but we really just probably all connected with something we needed to connect to and 
received a lot of like profound clarity and wisdom and healing and it was just a very almost just such an indescribable experience I just want everybody to try it for themselves because I think it's honestly if people did breath work regularly I feel like the whole world would be a different place for everyone well I mean I would agree with you that it is it is an experience and it is something that you embody once you experience it and it is different to actually experience it versus talk about it it really is. I mean, that is usually, that is like the typical response that I, that I see and that I experience when people come out of it. They're just, they, they say, wow, like, what was that? I've never experienced anything like that in my life before. What just happened? Yeah. I, I have, I am, I am like amazed by what I just experienced. I had no idea that I I could experience that. I had no idea that that was possible. Uh I had no idea that I have, like, I have this inside of me. That's typically the responses that people give. That's really amazing. And I think it's, it's so great that you're really drawing awareness to that this is even a possibility and and you can really just have such a deeper experience spiritually and, and also integrate that into like just being alive, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, it is. And it's it really, definitely, it's definitely an experience people. of waking up. <laughs> yes. And then I think what happens for people is they, once they come out of it, they start to wake back down. So it's like you wake up during the mm-hmm. breath work. And then when you're waking down, it's your, you're bringing that experience back into your, yourself and your, your processing or your integrating or your, your body's just doing all of it. And then what I think starts to happen is you start to wake out. So you, that, that starts to ripple into the different areas of your life. So it's, I think, I do feel like it is a process of waking up and waking down and waking out. Thanks for listening to the JSL Creatives Podcast. We hope you learned something new today and you're inspired to keep working towards your goals. Until next time.